0: In the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, medicine cannot forget about the raging opioid epidemic taking place in the United States.
1: What role do retina specialists play in fueling the opioid crisis, and how has their behavior changed over time?
0: I'm Greg Notstein, that's Scott Chriswanis, and this is coverage of the ASRS 2020 meeting on New Retina Radio from Retina Today and Brynmar Communications. Dr. Yoshi Yanakawa shares his research about opioid prescribing rates among retina specialists, tracing the field's behavior over time, and offering a window into
1: the specialty's role in the crisis. Which regional and demographic trends emerged, and just how many retina doctors are prescribing at high volumes? The answers may surprise you.
0: Keep it here to find out.
1: The opioid crisis in America continues to simmer. This slow-burning crisis rips at the fabric of families and lives.
0: Many retina doctors may ask if they have any control over the multifactorial stimuli contributing to the opioid epidemic. In many cases, the answer is no, they do not. But what can the field find if it looks inward?
1: To answer that question, we turn to Dr. Yoshi Yonakawa. Dr. Yonakawa is an adult and pediatric vitreo retinal surgeon with Will's Eye Hospital and Mid-Atlantic Retina in Philadelphia. Dr. Yonakawa, thanks for joining us.
2: Hi, Scott and Greg. Thanks so much for having me and expressing an interest in this topic.
1: What got you interested in researching the opioid epidemic as it relates to retina?
2: Yeah, so this is a little outside of my usual wheelhouse of adult or pediatric retinal surgical study that I usually do and this started several years ago when I was a fresh attending just after a fellowship starting my new job and there was a young guy about the same age as myself at the time and he had type 1 diabetes with proliferative diabetic retinopathy. Uh, I got to know him, he was a fantastic guy but noticed that he was sometimes jittery and sweaty and usually well groomed but sometimes not and he told me that he was dealing with a prescription opioid addiction and for him, this started soon after he had just minor orthopedic surgery some time ago. And then he could never get off the pain medication. And his condition gradually got worse. And thankfully, his eyes did well, but it did complicate his scheduling and compliance issues. So I looked at the numbers, and it wasn't good. There were almost 70,000 drug overdose deaths in the US, and opioids were involved in almost 50,000. And right now, more than 2 million Americans struggle struggle with opioid use disorder. And uh, it's crazy that more than 100 Americans die from this every single day. And right now, COVID-19 is wreaking havoc in all aspects of our lives. But in particular, I think it's affecting the various pre-existing epidemics within the pandemic. So, for example, diabetes is a national public health problem, and there's an issue with delayed care treatment uh, during a pandemic, and same with our patients. We've shown in studies at Wills that retinal detachments, patients with RDs are coming in with delayed presentations, patients with ocular trauma also. And I think it's the same with psychiatric issues, including opioid addiction management. So right now, walk-in clinics are uh, a lot of times closed. Community support groups are definitely meeting virtually, which as you know, may or may not be as effective. And isolation is what we need to do during the COVID era, but that might be detrimental for those with substance abuse. And we're all stressed, and that's not good for any psych condition. And I think overdose deaths are on the rise right now, and some counties have reported on this, and we're not really sure if it's at the national level yet, but it wouldn't be surprising. So I think the opioid epidemic was already a national crisis, and COVID-19 could be making things worse.
0: And what exactly were you hoping to find with this research?
2: So, we know that post procedure opioid prescriptions play a role in this crisis, as it did with my index patient. And so, I wanted to know as retina specialists, are we contributing to this crisis? And if so, how have our prescription prescribing patterns changed over time?
0: And how did you go about getting those answers?
2: So, in order to address this question, we identified Uh, all ASRS, that's American Society of Retina Specialists, members in the spring of 2019, when we were conducting the study, we looked at just the U.S. members, and we cross-referenced against the Medicare provider utilization and payment database, looking at the years 2013 to 2016. And so there were around 1,800 members, and around 1,500 were U.S.-based and cross-referenced. And um, there were a total of 14,000 opioid prescriptions in 2016, a total supply of 40,000 days. And this cohort of retina specialists, uh, we were approximately 90% men, Uh, one third were in the South and 20% in the Northeast, West and Midwest each.
1: So how does that break down? Are retina specialists prescribing the same approximate number of prescriptions or are some heavier prescribers?
2: A great question. So there was a lot of variability. Uh, about 68% of those in the database prescribed one to 10 prescriptions. 26% wrote 10 to 50 per year. And 6% wrote more than 50 opioid prescriptions. And those doctors who wrote more than 50 uh, prescriptions a year were responsible for about a third of the total prescriptions.
1: So we're saying that only 6% of prescribers were responsible for a third of the prescriptions how did retina stack up against medicine
2: at large? So I think we were pretty good. So there were a total of 14,000 prescriptions in 2016 written by retina doctors. And there was a total of close to a million prescriptions written by all doctors. And so retina accounted for about 1.5% of opioid prescriptions in that year.
1: When you started doing your research, you went all the way back to 2013, and then you went up to 2016, so that you could see some trends. Did you notice anything in that time period?
2: Yes. So thankfully, the mean opioid, uh, the number of opioid prescriptions steadily dropped from uh, in those years, where we went down from an average of 12 to 11 to 10 to nine. So we're trending in the right direction. And the total number of opioid prescriptions uh, decreased from 17,000 to 14,000.
0: That's very encouraging data, but what about the higher prescribing groups?
2: Yep, so among retina specialists who are writing more than 10 opioid prescriptions a year, the mean number of prescriptions dropped slightly, uh, not as much as we would like, but it went down from uh, 36.5 down to 33.5 over those four years. And the average day supply dropped about half a day as well, going down from 4.2 down to 36 We'd like to see these numbers decrease more, though.
0: Are there any other trends that we should notice
2: here? Yep. There were two other very interesting findings. So geographic distribution was very significant. And doctors in the southern states were much more likely to prescribe more opioids. And this has been shown not just in our study, but in other fields of medicine also. And the second interesting uh, trend was that there were gender differences. And male retina surgeons were more than three times more likely to prescribe more opioids. Dr. Yonakawa, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for featuring this very important topic, and I'm hoping that we can all work together to alleviate this national public health issue. So thanks again, and please uh, stay healthy, everyone.
1: That's it for this episode. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast feed, you can do so through Apple Podcasts, Google, or Spotify. And
0: make sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help your peers find the latest episodes. And be sure to share an episode as well.
1: Bye-bye.